he's the cutest doggy in the world. Cute doggy. You'll be caught up in the cute doggy. Hi. Cute doggy. You'll be cute. caught up in the cute doggy. Cute, cute doggy. Cute doggy. Speaking of 90s advertisements. Yeah. Yeah. Semi charm kind of life. Having a good time and talking about it. Folks, hello. Welcome to Bundle Buddies. It's the podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Honnett. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators and it raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 38, and we have played 107 of the 1,365 games in the bundle. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, Alex. Thank you for joining us today. How Crazy I- to think that uh, I bought the bundle on June 6th, 2020, so almost a year ago. Well, uh, over a year ago. Yeah, we uh, we I mean we kind of blew th- blew past the uh, anniversary of George Floyd's murder, you know, which was I don't know, it felt like kind of a heavy moment again. Um, sorry yeah. we didn't bring it up, but uh, it's been a year since this thing came out, and we've been playing it. It's crazy. Yeah, um, and uh, it's nice that the world is now a better place and absolutely totally changed for the better, and everything uh, was fixed. Everything is good. Thank uh, God everyone went marching because everything got fixed. Well, uh, thank God everyone went marching, uh, but not everything is fixed. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been. <laughs> That's so crazy that it's been a year. It's because it doesn't. It's like both. It does and doesn't feel like it. It's just such a like. It's. What a. It's almost a year. Uh, my anniversary is almost. I year. know. And then mine, you know, I got. It's almost. It's like two months out for my anniversary, you know, in September. So it's like, what a crazy year! Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. God. Uh, what uh, what uh, what games you been playing, dude? Um, oh, I've been playing Depth of Extinction a lot. A game we talk about today, so spoiler. Oh, really? Watch That's out. Yeah. fun. I we recorded this a couple of weeks ago, and I've been playing it ever since. Have you really? It. Yeah, I, Is I it... play it on my exercise bike. It's a perfect little exercise bike game. Oh, can we talk about it like at the in in the after? The episode yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it offline no I, I meant like at the you know when we finished you know yeah well <laughs> yeah let's return, the... we'll, we'll return to it you guys, no, will, yeah. you guys will, like you in know. the back half like when you know for the part that that people always stay and listen for the very oh very yeah final, the best very, part where we yeah. reveal the the secrets yeah um i've been we playing, can definitely do that i've been playing apex legends and rocket league it's i um, love it i love it i'm not you know <laughs> I'm, I'm not special. You're a creature of <laughs> habit and uh, a, sl- a slave to your drugs. 
Uh huh. <laughs> um, there's actually some big itch.io updates. There were two really huge new bundles that dropped over the last few weeks. Um, it's sort of in the spirit of the you know bundle for racial justice and equality. Uh, the Queer Games Bundle 2021 has 236 items for 60 bucks, which is normally around 170, and it's really an effort from a group of uh, queer creators um, to generate a bunch of money for people who make games uh, and are queer. Cool. Uh, so it's a, by buying this, especially during this month, uh, during Pride, it's a direct action that you can take to support queer people uh, in life, uh, in a life-changing way. In exchange, you get over 200 amazing, heartfelt, fun, and radical games. So think about doing that one. Um, there's also another really, really huge uh, bundle. The Indie Bundle for Palestinian Aid has content from over 864 creators, and it raised, so far, 458 thousand dollars of a five hundred thousand dollar goal um it's a grassroots bundle by indie devs who want to help palestinians and all the profits from this bundle will be donated to the united nations relief and works agency also so, bad. Yeah. yeah get those bundles get them some cool folks play some games for seventy dollars you can get like a thousand games which is you know it's the dream you may, maybe you missed the bundle last year the bundle for racial justice and equality well no excuse to miss these two snatch these bundles up you gotta um we got a great episode of bundle buddies this week it's uh the main man the home slice the big squeeze the tiny cheese jeff murdoch so anytime i talk to anyone from chicago and the name jeff murdoch comes up it's like people light up this is yeah. like this is he's probably one of the funniest people i've ever met like you know effortlessly so He's incredible. Um, he was on the Second City main stage, and he's one half of this comedy duo, Seriously Unprepared, with Joe Scott. And now he's out here in L.A. working as an actor, a podcaster, and just a great dude. Um, you're going to love him. We love him. Yeah, fantastic. Um, in honor of Pride, uh, we wanted to highlight not just uh, one specific cause or charity, but a bunch of GoFundMes. A Twitter user at C-L or C-I-E-M-M-I-E put together a thread of Black Trans Fund uh, GoFundMes that need donations and signal boosting. Check out our Twitter page for the link there or go to Clemmy. It's uh, at C uppercase I-E-M-M-I-E uh, on Twitter. Um, I think they did that because it looks like Clemmy, but it, it's you know like that thing where you put a letter in that looks like something, but it's not the letter sort of thing. Yeah, like Leet. Yeah, yes, like just like Leet. Mm -hmm. uh, we have donated to a few of the GoFundMes uh, at random, sort of picked from the list. Uh, you should go donate to them and send us proof, and uh, we'll shout you out on the show if you do that. Sick. Uh, this episode is so fun. Let's get it. Into really it really is. Let's do it. Gamer Mike. My, friend, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Matt got it because we play every Friday. We play games on PS4, oh. and I was using—I didn't have like a headset or anything, so I was using like the uh, the microphone on the the camera. So oh. it was just really quiet. Oh, that's funny. Oh. What games you? Should we just let's? I kind of just want to get into it. What games are you playing yeah. on PS4 what, every week? What's your week? What's your week? Jeff Murdoch, welcome hey. to the podcast. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to the mod podcast. Blah blah blah. You're great. You're awesome. Welcome to blah blah blah. Welcome blah. to the Murdcast, baby. Murdcast. This is the Murdcast or the Pod Doc or wait Pod Doc. Yeah. I'm the Pod Doc and this is the Murdcast. Love it. <laughs> what games it. you playing with your friend on Fridays? 
currently we've been playing for like the last maybe two months. Uh, oh my god. The forest every Friday. Do you know the forest? No. What's the forest? Dude, it's fun. It's another it's survivor horror game, right? Survivor horror game. It's fun. Like it's it's basically like a fucked up Minecraft, where it's like <laughs> where you like build a lot of stuff. It's like oh, you're building things and uh, you know you're keep making a shelter. You're also like looking for your son. You you crash on an island. You crash on an island. Your son's taken by these cannibals. And then you got to build a shelter and, like, you know, get your bearings. And then at night, and sometimes during the day, these freaks, these monsters start coming for you. And it's, uh, it's spooky. One time we were, like, building a shelter on the beach. And we just hear this, like, weird noises that we haven't heard yet coming from the forest. And it's it's very scary. It's great. Oh, wow. What, wait, what happened after that? So there's weird noises. Did uh, you go check it out and they were, like, bad guys? Or, I mean, like... do you, I don't want to spoil Are you guys going to play these games or this game? Because it's I mean... So Probably I not. Will. No, I, I want. You, I need. I need spoilers for games. Okay. I if you have a PS4 or I think it's on several systems, but guys, I, turn I, off. If you have a PS4, turn off the podcast. Yeah, right. don't listen <laughs> to this podcast. Play this video podcast. games. You have. You have video games. Why do are you, you want to listen to a podcast about video games, or do you want to reconnect with your childhood friends over some video games? Oh my god, childhood friends. Is this a childhood friend of yours you're playing with? It is. We've known each other since the fourth grade. We've oh we've stayed in close. Like he moved to Chicago. So I hung out with him there Chicago, a bit. Chicago, baby. Chicago, man. Home of the deep dish lasagna. Um, <laughs> deep but, dish. Uh, deep dish. But during quarantine, like, so we hung out a little bit there. But then during quarantine, I moved to L.A. And uh, we reconnected, me, him, and one of our other buddies that I, I hadn't talked to him in years, really. And we just played. Every Friday, we would play video games via PS4. Oh. And it was like. Kind of fun. I mean, I'm not condoning the pandemic and the quarantine. Like, <laughs> bad for a lot of people, but it did bring me closer to my uh, buddies from elementary school. No, I actually have had the similar Eric's, experience. Eric's done the same thing. Yeah. yeah. What's your question, Alex? My question is, do any of them have children and does Forrest... Yes. So does that hit a little different for them? Because they're no. like, oh, okay. my child, I got to save my son. One of them has a child, but he is kind of, he's a really, he's a good friend of mine, but he's kind of the guy who just like, maybe he, he, should, he should be a father because he's good with kids, but he's definitely like a chill laid back father. Nice. So he's not going to be like stressing. Like, I mean, honestly, we were playing uh, two nights ago. We're recording this on a Sunday. If, if he was on an island and his son was abducted by cannibals, he'd be like, ah, you know, come see, come stop. Yeah. So I mean, he, he, he would be like, oh, dang, I should probably find him. But first of all, let's have fun, guys. Like, we're on an <laughs> island. Uh, but he, uh, we played on Friday. And he, He's, he's like, hey, it's good night. My, uh, uh, I don't have the kid tonight. He's with, uh, I think, I don't know, who, I think he's with the mom or somebody else babysitting. But I don't have the kid tonight, uh, so I'm just gaming with y'all. And uh, and then at some point, like a couple hours into it, like I'm in Pacific and he's in Eastern, so it's three hours later for him. Right. Yeah. Sometime around like 1 a.m. for me, it's so like 4 a.m. for him. He's Jesus like, Christ. he's like, oh, one second, I gotta, I heard, I gotta go take care of my son, and he like. And he's like, wait, what? I thought you said he wasn't there. He's like, oh, oh, I think I think I just imagined that I heard someone walking upstairs. <sighs> and we're playing this game, The Forest, and it's like, that's creepy, man. Don't get murdered right now, but 
check if your son's there too yeah yeah it's also a thing where it's like he's a kind of friend where it's like maybe he thought he had a babysitter but his son was upstairs or maybe he was just hearing noises i don't it was one of those things where i'm like go check to see what it is and he just heard noises i mean it sounds like one of those things it's like for the first time ever in your house you hear a sound you haven't heard before it's just like in the forest you know you gotta go investigate it i mean okay to cut back to that so these uh so like the main monsters you're fighting are these cannibals and they're coming after you they're trying to get you but then as the days go on and you survive longer and longer harder and harder monsters are coming for you um and so like you get to a point where like you've got these like weird like uh uh, big monsters that are like a bunch of like arms and tentacles coming at you and then you got other monsters like uh, this big old charging dude and then you got these like little we call them the babies. It's these little tiny monsters that are flopping around. They look like a dead little chicken. <laughs> and it, but then, like, when they get close to you, they just stop for a second, and then they like, shoot their body at you. Uh, yeah. uh, Facehugger face kind of a thing. Yeah. So you just hear all these noises at night, and you don't know. Like, it's different noises for each monster. And I don't. Th- I think there's even other monsters that we haven't even run into yet because we haven't got that far into the game. And it just... It, it's just... It's, uh, it's definitely fun, but it's definitely a fucked up Minecraft. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. Spooky games have never really been for me, but oh, I, I love, love I love getting scared. I'm, yeah, yeah. But sorry, I, I cut you off. I love getting scared. I just wanted that on the record. <laughs> have you played? Do you like is spooky games? Is this like your first spooky game you played? Or oh no, I uh, he's been around the block. Uh, it's not my first spooky rodeo. <laughs> I uh, no, I I grew up on Resident Evil and Silent Hill. I love oh, wow. those games. Oh yeah, I, I love being scared. It's uh, I don't want to be like really scared. Like I don't want someone to like murder me. But I love like, I, I I told my friends this a while ago, and they're like, "That's weird." I said, "I uh, I love having nightmares." <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the nightmares where it's like, "Oh, oh, zombies are coming to get you, and you got to like survive as long as possible." And like you wake up, you're like, "Oh, that was weird, but it was a dream." <laughs> Not the nightmares where it's like, "Everyone you love died." <laughs> like not not that night. That's a I bum- like those that. are bummers. Yeah, those are bummers. I Nightmares like, I where it's like you're staring at a piece of paper and you need to write your name, and a creeping anxiety is creeping up on you. Yeah, <laughs> not like not like a real life nightmare where it's like a, a thriller nightmare where it's like oh my god, or a drama where like oh my god, I don't, I am dealing with this. No, I like the horror film nightmare where it's like, huh, what if a werewolf was your mom? <laughs> I mean, fair and fair question. Yeah, I always, I always ask that. Question. Uh, that I make that someone make that game. I that first game. Resident Evil was so good. Oh, it like it, it, you didn't have very many resources. I felt like yeah. the entire time I just was like certain I was gonna die. I yeah. we've talked about this on the podcast, but my mom took that game from me. Oh, didn't even really? tell me. Yeah, she like thought it was too spooky. And then, like, oh. just, like, one day I couldn't find it anymore. And probably a year yeah. later, like, found it in her closet or something like that. And it's like, damn. So she what? kept it still. So she didn't, like, destroy it. So that's good. No, yeah. Yeah, I think. Maybe she was playing it. <laughs> probably. She was, like, too spooky for him. That's just, just spooky, spooky enough for yeah. me. <laughs> this game's for grown-ups. <laughs> that's a good commercial. They should have made that the commercial for Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, so how long have you been playing uh, video games for? Video or computer games? Uh, good question. Um, I mean, I think, so my I, I had uncles that were always sort of into computer games, so I probably, like, played at their houses and stuff, but my first video game system was a Sega Genesis. Nice. And I think I must have been in like 
I think the first grade. I'm going to say the first grade because I moved in the second grade and I already had it by then. So first or second grade, I think. Nice. Uh, Sonic. Maybe, Big Sonic oh, boy. Sonic 2. It came with Sonic 2 and I was loving it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, my mom made me sign a contract because she was like, she was just like, I'm going like, to, she's probably like right about like, oh, people become addicted to video games or something like that. So she was like, I had to sign a contract that said, I will only play one hour of video games a day on school days and two hours of video games a day on the weekend. And uh, so I signed it and I never followed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. she, never, she never enforced it. Like, I think it was like, I think it was one of those things like, fine, we'll make this negotiation, but we know, we both know you're not going to enforce it and I'm not going to follow it. Like, <laughs> it's video games and you have stuff to do. <laughs> I'll see you in court, mom. <laughs> 100 oh that's delightful that's such a like that's we've talked a little bit about like the 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 panic surrounding games and the way that our parents tried Mm -hmm. to enforce some kind of like you know like they were hearing all sorts of like these are gonna rot your children's brains they're gonna go start murdering people you know mortal Kombat was like so like famously violent and yeah you could turn blood on i remember in the sega genesis version it was just like oh yeah you know like it must have been very scary to be a parent but it's so fun to hear these like stories of parents trying in some way like just like trying to regulate what is just sort of like was just an addiction that was just it like clicked with so many of us it's so so funny to think about it too where it's like it was the same like new technology we don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. Like, who fuck knows what's going to happen to people's brains because of it? And that yeah. time with video games, it's like, well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, who cares? Like, no yeah. big deal. Yeah, but like, and then social media came out, and it's like, okay, same deal. And it turned out okay for video games. So I bet social media is perfectly harmless as well. <laughs> no. Nothing bad will come of it if kids use it, and everything Never. is okay. No, no, no. And they yeah. were right. Social media is great. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I mean. Parents need to, every parent that's listening right now, take a seat. As a single man with no kids is what I can tell you what to do. You should, I mean, I, I definitely think my mom did a good job, though. Like, she talked to me, like, you're Smoke really, weed with your kid. Smoke your kids. Fucking go howl at the moon on a full moon. That's, my mom's a good werewolf mom. Go to uh, dueling piano bars with your children. Oh, uh, go to dueling piano bars with your children and then get them into the piano business and then take your friends there and say, that's my child. These are the things I think parents should do. But uh, but but I, I think my mom did a good job of like, uh, she talked to me about video games. Like, hey, you realize that the this is video game violence and real violence is bad. And like, I feel like a, a lot of times parents, I mean, from like growing up, like parents got mad at video games, but I don't think they ever had those conversations. Mm, and they're right. just like straight up, like you're not playing, you're not playing video games because they'll rot your brain and not like, Hey, let's talk about what these video games represent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that being said, I want to reiterate, I have no kids, so I'm don't, <laughs> don't come at me. No well, children because of video games specifically. Yeah, no, it I, encouraged a lifestyle that didn't, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, I played video games, and women found that irresistible. <laughs> irresistible. 
it's gonna you're gonna play video games as a kid you're gonna become wickedly addicted to them and then you're gonna start a podcast about it so just yeah why don't you get into football instead i mean you think that's bad imagine being that but you don't start a podcast you just come on a podcast <laughs> yeah you don't that's even right. have a gumption to start it in, ter- in terms of the podcast uh, or addicted to video game pecking order our addiction to video games has yielded one positive yeah, you know, <laughs> you this, this podcast. You you have uh something that you can send to people. I I can I can send this one episode to someone. I can send the and talking too. shop with the or what's the 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 Clayton and Tim one. Oh, I bet. Oh yeah, talking was it talking talking games? games. Was Are talking they still games. doing it? They're not. They st- they stopped doing that forever ago. But that yeah. was the, for for the listener. That was a podcast that two Chicago comedians did back in the day, and I listened Great to podcast. Jeff's episode. They talk about one game every episode. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff talked about Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, My God. first exposure to that game, and I bought it on the PS3 Dude. Marketplace soon thereafter. Did you love it? Did you I love it? it? I oh, well, that, I mean, that's going to go into what we're talking about today with the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That I game mean, rules. You already got a taste of like my love for a strategy, a strategical tactic game. Uh, I love them. Did you – okay, what – did you have like a – all right, this is a new question, Alex, that I've been thinking about. Wow! I've got a new, I've got a new, new question debuting right now. Did you have like? Did you have something a... else to get you through this? Let me try. I'm kind of <laughs> baby, baby. Um, did you have like a video game friend? Yes, uh, well, the friend that I reconnected with. I mean, we, we, we. I don't. We met in. So I'll tell you how I met my dear friend, Matt. Not Matt. Not Matt. 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 <laughs> Matt. His, his name is Matt House, but uh, so I, I, I led into it and called him Matt. But that's not Matt. It's Matt. Uh, but I remember like seeing him in the fourth grade, and he had. Do you remember No Fear? No. Yes. What's No Fear? Uh, sh- no Fear. Oh, yeah. No Fear. I thought you said No yeah. Veer. That's no, no, like no, the no, no Fear. No Veer no is like the you knockoff know, the pharmaceutical <laughs> company. No. Yeah. No I, I thought you were talking about like. <laughs> some sort of it's like no, no fear, fear it's going to cause drivers. you blood nose and brain hemorrhages uh no <laughs> fear yeah i remember no yeah. fear i have those shirts absolutely yeah uh, he had a i think he had it like a folder Ooh. in school and i saw him walking around and i was like damn that folder is cool i want to be <laughs> friends with that guy and we just sort of bonded on video games and like star wars and and anime it just sort of like you know all the cool things that all the other yeah, kids like, really into <laughs> the um for me, I, what I want to get a version of that now would be like in terms of podcasting, everything else is just details. That would be oh my, God. my like no fear equivalent shirt. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Uh, my other podcast is an improv show. What games would you play together? Oh, my other podcast is an improv show. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, the first ones we played, like he had Super NES and I didn't. So we would play like all the Super oh, NES games. Wow. Like, yeah. Donkey Kong Country and uh, mm-hmm. uh, what a Mario perfect Kart. friendship! You oh, yeah. you have Sega, he's got Super Nintendo. Yeah. I I had the same friendship with my my buddy Adam. He had a he had a Super Nintendo, I had a Sega, and then he got an N sixty four, and I had a PlayStation. Dude, yeah. And then we high school our... happened, and we became not friends anymore. Oh, well, how'd you guys grow what apart? Uh, he went to a different high school, or uh, I guess no, 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 he went to yeah, he went to like a private school. He ended up getting like addicted to drugs and shit. So oh, that's, that's, not, that's not fun. 
no. Sorry, guys. Classic uh, Super Classic Super Nintendo. Weak willed. As a Sega player, dude, I've never touched the stuff. <laughs> you see, looking at YouTube, it makes sense that you both be Sega guys because you're kind of like radical badass. Yeah, we kind of are. I mean, that was like Sega's whole thing. It's like, yeah, totally. Dude, wait, what did they say? Uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I just watched a commercial for uh, Sega Genesis. Uh, it, they were releasing like a promo with Streets of Rage and it's a kid getting bullied and then he buys Sega with Streets of Rage and God. the last frame is he's beating up he's like beating up the bullies the girls are now like on his arm right like these are all like third graders or whatever and the bull and he's like th making the bullies go like get him lunch or something like that like the last, yes! the That's frame is like, yeah, you play Sega, you will no longer be the nerdy kid. You're going to get all the third grade chicks and you're going to beat those bullies asses, which is like, and it's free lunch. such a like, like we would never, ever promote now. Right. Like, no, right. Exactly. Like you become the bully, right? Like this, like idea of like, get this thing and then you will be the bully, right? That aspiration is not at all tolerated there is this the, the incredible thing about 90s commercials too is just how many fucking voiceovers there oh yeah are. where you'd be like hey no don't have enough time for a burger for lunch try a salad instead you know just like <laughs> there were just those like 90s archetype voices that were yeah. so fucking weird <laughs> it's a simpler time yeah yes yeah Can yeah, we yeah go back to it or do you think we're in a better time <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah. Now okay, commercials, I, you gotta like to think it. about it. Like, what, what, what are they saying? No one's telling me outright. <laughs> I can't think of the last time I saw a commercial, just because of you know we're living yeah. that fucking cord cut, you know, post. Yeah. But I see know. tons of commercials on like YouTube. Do you see? I watch a lot of YouTube. That's too. true. I do watch a lot of YouTube. And let me tell you, I have. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's probably very similar on TV. Uh, for a long time, <laughs> we're three funny dudes, correct? Yeah. Well, two funny dudes and one person who's trying their best. I'll let okay, the all right. decide. It's me. I'm trying my best. I don't have a podcast yet, but I will. Well, I I, you do have a podcast. I Your podcast, podcast is funny. Yet. Yeah, thank you. But uh, yeah, I, I also I'm just I sort of feel like I'm a, a weekly guest because I, I Tyler does all the work. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, we're three funny guys. We like comedy, and I remember like when commercials started getting funny a long time ago. I was like, this is great. Oh, Burger King commercials, big. Big cluck and chicken. I don't know if you remember that sandwich. They, they like, this is wild. It's so weird. But now I'm like so over funny commercials. It's everyone's the like worst. Yeah. You'll see like the purple uh, mattress commercials or Doctor Squash, where it's like guys shaving or like ball shave, like ball shavers, and it's like the ball oh. shaver thing is just like it's give all, me a fucking break, dude. It's all over the place. Wait, all are you like, guys are getting like, advertised so ball like constantly? Yo, 100%. What? Like, like, like for your balls? Ones. No, yeah. for my face. No, yeah, of course my balls. Ball, well, you're saying ball shaver, right? Ball yeah, shaver. Yeah, ball, yeah, yeah it's, it's like specific like pieces of machinery that are made so they won't balls. Like, cut you. Because it's yeah. like this stuff is water resistant. It's good for like wiry pubic hair. Okay, it's there. Hair. Okay, should I feel bad or good that the target marketing is not, is not marketing me ball shavers? I don't feel good about it. You should, you should feel good. You should feel good. I feel bad that like I got not only these commercials about ball shavers, but like that it's commercial that's like trying to be so funny and they're all just like, it's always like 
someone's like this tired of this and they're like a little like eccentric and kooky and it's like oh my god completely yeah the budget for commercials has gone down so much i personally i'm I'm proud of it i'm proud of uh because it's like my my the internet knows that i have like horribly hairy balls so it's like (laughs) we gotta we gotta do something about this yeah I, here's the thing. How does how does the internet know though? Like I'm not talking about my my balls. I am. All you the are. Time. Yeah, constantly. Okay. Well, I guarantee, Eric. After this podcast, you are your ads are all going to be the, this ball. Show. You you will one hundred percent. It's listening. We're right on now. Google Meet right now. Oh, okay. So it it knows. Google Meet yeah. is like wringing it its just, hands, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we found a way to make money off his balls. <laughs> Can't wait to send him that. Yeah. Um, what are, what's, uh, what's like an early video game love for you, Jeff? Uh, oh, oh, like a, like a character or like a game? Well, oh, I, a char- I, what? Is, is there a character? Is, yeah. I'm trying, I, I'm trying to think I meant a game, but, but since your mind went to character, yeah. What's oh, an well, early, like, what's I mean, an early I guess, love? I mean, I guess I was like one of those kids that was like, when they played Final Fantasy VII, it's like, oh my God, I'm in love with Tifa and Aerith. Who do I choose? Uh, which one wow. did you, where did you, what direction did you go? uh i think okay so here's a fun fact not a fun fact it's not fun at all uh so i guess like back then i'd be like oh definitely tiffa but now i'm playing like the remake and now i'm like i don't know i really like this quirky voice work with Aerith. Uh, <laughs> what a, yeah so like i guess like now that i've grown up and matured i'm like oh i like this character but when i was a kid i loved tiffa it's a weird world <laughs> oh man that's so cool so you're playing the remake right now yeah it's wild you like it uh yes for the most part there's definitely certain things in it that i'm like i because i haven't played like final fantasy games since like the 12th one yeah and i just like don't like the area where it's going where like everything's extreme and kind of like wild and weird like there's one guy have you guys played it not the remake there is so they deal with more like actual members of soldier the uh that like class of uh uh, soldiers i guess Mm -hmm. that cloud uh, was like a part of yeah Allegedly. 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 Uh, Uh, But, like, one of the guys is this guy that rides around a motorcycle. So I like the fact that they're, like, actually meeting some of these people and, like, oh, cool. So, like, we can see how strong they actually can be. And one guy's riding around on a motorcycle, but, like, the motorcycle will hop around and it just, like, I don't know. I think that was also, like, a thing that I would see in, like, Lord of the Rings movies, too, where it's, like, the the physics are just insane, where it's, like, you see Legolas running across a bridge that's falling apart and, like, just hopping across like I, I just i'm over like that kind of like cg action of, like, it's not even cool anymore like this isn't like this is so unreal that it's like i don't think that's cool the legolas <laughs> uh, like there's that moment in um two towers twin towers two towers twin towers wait twin two towers? towers wait no two i don't towers. know yeah I think uh, it's two towers the, and twin, the towers twin towers the horrible uh, the, yeah, the, the twin towers yeah <laughs> the um the two towers there's that uh there's that uh moment when he goes like the other way around a horse for no reason yeah. to like get on the back of it and it just looks <laughs> like absolute dog shit yeah like it probably at the time it was like whoa that's cool and then like they like and it's i think it's a i remember movie. it at the time being yeah. like in the in theaters like yes yeah <laughs> jumped on I, the horse backwards i think it's the same thing with these commercials like these funny commercials where it's like the first one i probably saw like the big clucking chicken i remember for burger king i was like that's funny and weird i love it i'm gonna go get one <laughs> but now it's like i think like, adver- i think everyone is just so stupid like advertisers and like movie makers that they're like 
that worked once. Let's do it until people don't like it anymore. And then we'll do something else again. Like, I mean, that's just how everything is, I guess. Oh, God. Damn. <sighs> we're also yeah. And we only have so much time on Earth, which is why we're glad you're spending it here with us. Honestly, talking playing video games, baby. Fucking video it's games. What's your, a, what's your, uh, like, tonight favorite? I'm on a plane. What? Oh, hello. Can oh, you hear I, me? I, I'm going on a plane for the first time since 2019. Oh, wow. So I'm going back home to see my family. So, you know, it's a big, a big day, big day. Talking to you guys, flying on a plane. It's gonna. When are you flying out tonight? Uh, I gotta leave this podcast in about two minutes. <laughs> oh, this is great. We got everything we need. No, I'm doing a red eye at midnight. Oh, do you do you have a favorite uh, like type of game, like genre? Yeah, I think I uh, I'm. I really like RPGs and strategy games. I like games yeah. that like really go deep. Um. I've never been a. I mean, I loved Sonic. Sonic rocked, but I've never been a big fan of platformers or. Uh, oh or, yeah. Uh, yeah, games like that. I mean, maybe it's because my eye coordinate my and my eye hand coordination is awful. <laughs> uh, so I've always liked the game where it's like, okay, I'm going to cast fire now, and uh, okay, I'm, I'm building a team. I'm not worrying about how good I am, like moving quickly, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember like, I remember the first RPG that I played and just sort of really relishing the ability to like spend time thinking about what I was going to do, even though I was making like stupid moves. Cause I, you know, I think it's funny. Like RPGs assume that you have played an RPG before for the mm -hmm. most part, like oh, yeah. most of them do. Right. Uh, and so like, you know, the first time you play, you don't really know exactly what you're doing, but you're like, I really enjoyed having, you know, being able to take time to make decisions and stuff like that. Yeah. The first RPG I ever played was the Final Fantasy VII demo that came with my PlayStation. Oh, and, cool. Fine. And I had no idea how to play it. And, like, uh, my buddy Matt, like, actually was like, hey, okay, do this. And he clicked on, like, he cast a spell. And then, like, he said, okay, but hit the, hit left. And, like, I said, like, okay, cool. So I did that. But it, like, just cast it on myself and I died. <laughs> and he, he was just, like, started laughing. And I was like, oh, I don't understand how this game works. And you just made me kill myself. <laughs> But like that's just like I had no idea how the game worked, and I was like, I don't get RPGs. Is this a real game? I'm not like moving around. Like, it was. It weird. is so funny. That's that is such like a good point about just like the first time you pick up an RPG, it's so different from what you thought. At least what we thought video games were in the West for so long. You yeah. Know? I yeah. think in Japan, RPGs were such a bigger deal from like earlier with the turn-based thing. But like here, it's I'm just like, what the like? I remember my first RPG ever was Chrono Trigger, and oh, I okay. yeah picked that up. I was just like okay okay like just like <laughs> deepening of like sort of like if this is and that's like different. one of the best ones ever made like that's yes, like really people is. still are like it still looks so cool because it's like got such like a unique animation from uh yeah i don't know the dragon ball z guy whatever yeah exactly his name is. uh who knows it could be anything it could be eric roth for all i know uh, yeah, Eric, I actually, Eric, did you do the art for Chrono Trigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I was like six. This, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm wealthy now too. I did it's the awesome. art for Chrono Cross. Not as good. <laughs> did you play Chrono Cross? I did. I, I think I maybe played Chrono Cross before Chrono uh, Trigger. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I saw so I didn't play Chrono Trigger until it came to the PlayStation. Um, like they they started bringing like those uh, like RPG classics. Like, okay, we got Final Fantasy Five and Final Fantasy Six, and we call this a Final Fantasy uh, anthologies or something like that. <laughs> and then they brought like now we got a Final Fantasy Three and Chrono Trigger, and this is called the Final Fantasy Chronicles or something like that. <laughs> That's pretty fun. I still need to play Chrono Trigger. I oh, think. I God, Eric, I just you know we could even play it like now. Should we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This has been great, Jeff. Uh, I'll talk to yeah, you later. Yeah. This has been so much fun. I would, I would like hang out with you while you're streaming it. Sometimes I would do just, that too. Yeah, I love that game so much. Okay. It's so mm-hmm. good. All right, we'll set a we'll set a stream date, and you guys can you guys can hang out. Akira Toriyama. That's ah, I knew the, the, uh, with the T. I yeah. just can't remember. I can think about why you thought it was Eric Roth. Those the two, thing about uh, yeah, Eric, they definitely have all the same letters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Eric T. It says Eric T. Roth. The T is Toriyama, right? Yeah. <laughs> Eric, uh, Ericira, Eric, Eric. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah there's, there's some, there's some letters, sounds in there. There's, there's something no, the, there. The, there's something. A little more comment. The thing about Chrono Trigger yeah, is that Rotho it was trigger. it was the guy who created Dragon <laughs> Quest and the guy the guy no the guy who created Dragon Quest and the guy who created Final Fantasy collaborating on the mm-hmm. game. Both those teams, and that's why it's so uh, fucking good. Yeah, it's uh, the best of both worlds. Which yeah. I guess there's, I guess it's not both worlds, but those are like the two big RPGs in Japan. Yeah. Have you played any of the Dragon Quest games, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I just actually I played. Uh, oh, you played eleven? Yeah, eleven. I played eleven yeah. during quarantine. Uh, it was pretty fun. It was definitely like, uh, I, it was very fun and colorful and beautiful, but there was definitely times where I was like, I kind of wish it was a little more serious. Like, yeah, I feel like some like somebody would like a town would get destroyed and it, it didn't feel like it didn't like feel like there was any real effect. It's like. No. It felt like goopy, like a fairy tale. Um, it um the thing I th- I feel like playing that game is like that's as good as a traditional JRPG will mm-hmm. ever be. You know what I mean? Like the 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 graphics were gorgeous. The music the music was kind of weird actually. Because yeah. do you, do you know the story behind this? Uh no. So the composer for the Dragon Quest series refuses to allow the orchestra uh, orchestrated versions to be in the games. Oh my god! Because. He, he like makes all of his money by selling them separately as like soundtracks. Good for him. So he like the contract is like you can only put like these weird MIDI versions in the game. Oh, so that's so wild. That's this so funny. Beautiful looking game has like the cheesiest yes. sounding like old school like you know almost like Super Nintendo level music. Yeah. Like funny. Well, it's yeah. I mean, and I believe that because uh, I think it was my buddy Matt Math. Math House, uh, who told me that like Math House, Math House, it's cool. He's a uh, Math House. He likes to count. Uh, he was I'm telling me that Japan, dra- uh, 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 Dragon Quest is yeah. so huge. It's bigger than like, Final Fantasy is like the biggest RPG in America, or it was. Yeah. And the uh, series, and then like in Japan, Dragon Quest is so big. He told me that, like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a law. I think they had to pass a law that, like, you can no longer release Dragon Quest games out during the week because nobody got anything done. Work, everything <laughs> would grind to a halt. Like, offices would shut down because everyone would just call off. So, like, their games are only allowed to be released on the weekends, he told me. And I, I don't know if that's true. I never looked it up. But, like, 
I want to believe that that's true because that's such a great story. There is so much in the Dragon Quest games too, because like the you know there are those like Playboy bunnies that are all over the place. Yeah. Like the puff puff thing to you, the which puff puff thing. There's yeah. something like lost in translation there for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, like, are, is puff puff supposed to be a blowjob they give you? I, like what is the, the way, deal? I mean the way they set it up, like it's like want to get a puff puff and like she like brings you to a room, and, like says lay down on the bed and then like it goes it goes black and it says a couple things. Like a text, but then like it comes up like how is the puff puff? And it's like, what what is this? I don't know what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> it did you just give like me high? Anything to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think good. I don't know. I don't know what puff puff is supposed to feel. I don't know. Is it food? I ate a puff puff. Oh, I would love a puff puff right now. Puff should puff we right uh now. should we transition? Let's no. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> no! Pop up! Okay, I want to say one more thing before we get into it. Uh, yeah. Not about Dragon Quest or, Dra- or, or Dragon Ball Z or, or Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy. Yeah. I want to talk about another video game RPG series. I played this. I played the entire series during quarantine, and that was the Kingdom Hearts series. Oh, That's wow. Absolutely insane. I, I, if you've never played it, play through all of it. You can buy it for real cheap on PS4 every game it's awful not awful it's weird it's, <laughs> it's 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 so much it's like imagine everything you felt if you're like our age everything you felt from like the age uh or from like the year 2002 when it came out to 2019 or 20 when the last one came out it's weird it, it's just like so like emo and like xxx kind of like oh yeah uh my chemical romance kind of you get that angst. Uh, that's it's so, so weird. funny when, uh, when the most recent one came out i i watched like an hour-long video about the lore and it it's completely insane the lore is mind. batshit crazy i think they made the first one and weren't expecting to make more so they're like okay I guess we got to retrofit some things to make this story make sense now because, <laughs> I mean, it's such a simple idea of like, well, what if uh, Disney was an RPG? Yeah. <laughs> the last game, the last game, you, it barely felt like Disney was a, 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 in it. I mean, you go to the world, but then like it didn't matter. It's It just seems so yeah. strange. Yeah. Is it, was it fun? Uh, yes and no. It was, it was interesting. It was unique, and they're like the gameplay is really fun for a lot of the games. Uh, but after a while, I just like kept getting annoyed. There's by the end of it, like the movies are just so long that I'm like, I need, I need to do something else. I'm getting mad, I'm getting <laughs> angsty. I was just, I, it was wild. That's why they're so angsty. You have no, no other way to be while you're watching it. Yeah, angsty, you know, yeah. Ugh. Anyways. That's why I just want to throw that out there because if I didn't tell you, who was I going to tell? <laughs> All right, folks, we played three games this week, really just two, because for some of us, some of them didn't work. So why don't we start with Asteroid? Actually, you know what? I am going to go pee really quickly. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get some water. Yeah, I'm going to get some water, too. Keep this in. Keep this in. <laughs> This week we played three games, uh, Asteroid Quest, Risk System, and Depth of Extinction. Why don't we start with the good old Asteroid Quest. Uh, the Mac version of this game didn't work on itch, so uh, I wasn't able to get it to work. Another was Jeff. However, our good friend Eric did. Uh, this yeah. game is by Dushkin Tino. It's an arcade game, and the description is... 
This is a tiny game I made in 31 days. Just fly around the asteroid belt and then my asteroids and then sell the ore to purchase upgrades. There isn't a whole lot to it. I honestly, that's kind of my review of the game. <laughs> wait, I mean, like, wait, did yeah. the creator just like that's what the creator said about it? That's what the, the creator said about it. Yeah, that's one. That's great. <laughs> it's uh, really, yep, you're, you're flying around, you're kind of asteroid style blasting these two dimensional asteroids. Uh, you can kind of level up your ship. Uh, it gets pretty repetitive after about 15 minutes because you kind of get the get the vibe of it. Uh, if you're like, if you kind of want like a chill, nothing thing to do, play this game. But for the most part, um, it, it's kind of a pass. Just, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's about. Now, can I offer a, uh, uh, instead of playing this game, what I, a recommendation, I think that you could get the same kind of feeling with it. Sure. Uh, so play Kingdom Hearts because... <laughs> <laughs> to, to travel from world to world, you got to get in your gummy ship. You got to make your gummy ship upgrade it, and you're fighting these things. I feel like that that mission in between worlds is what this game is. I haven't played it, but I'm gonna say 100. That's where you got the idea for it. There you go. There you go. I think I think you're right. We played recently. We played. Um, this reminds you of Star Star Builder, the Starship Builder game. Yeah, which I which which to me is, is like is a more fully realized kind of similar version, right? Where it's like an Atari game with this like extra level of, uh, you know, building and like adding on sort of upgrades to it. Uh, but, but this one, you know, good for you for, for yeah. making it, but it's kind of 31 days, baby. Good for you. Yeah. Honestly, Think that's, about... a, that's a month, you know? Yeah. Good for I, you. yeah. Not, I, I could make this in a month. That's for sure. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't play this in a month. Um, load on my computer. <laughs> I could spend a whole month trying to play this. I yeah, it's still not working. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, wait, here's a question. Oh, actually, I was able to play this game, no problem. Uh, anyways. You were? So, oh. Yeah, yeah. So there's this uh, character. Uh, you're fighting with these Keyblades. Yeah. And uh, you got, you're got playing with Goofy and Mickey yeah. Mouse. Wait a minute. Wait, and, what was the last name? Wait, what was the last name? Uh, Keyblades? No, no, no. There's a name you said. Um, Goofy. Goofy? No, okay, that is a name, but that's also an adjective. <laughs> all right we the next game we played was risk system by risk system an Ooh, action I, I did have a quick question sure uh this is sort of about these games but in general like so why is it that uh i mean is it so why do certain games work on the pc and not the mac i uh, i i'm not much of a computer gamer i'm getting into it a little bit but uh honestly these it, it, it's just like these people who make these games like mm -hmm. these aren't like real game that you would consider like yeah. you know what i mean like so it's just like one person making this programming thing. so they, they do their best to make sure it'll work but yeah uh, if they build it on a pc you know there's no guarantees it'll work yeah kind of okay so that's like some of them and like they're just like i i made this for a pc because that's what i know i got you yeah and they'll release patches and stuff like that and i think like what'll happen is you know mac will upgrade and then yeah, someday right. you can't you're like you know, indie game doesn't work, but you don't really know that your indie game doesn't yeah. work, right? Like, so, you know, you got to, like, double check it every time Mac yeah. releases a patch. And uh, I don't I don't want to roast the creator of this because he did a great job in 31 days, but maybe if he spent 32 days, it would be a little bit different. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to roast the creator of this, but um, Kingdom Hearts works across yeah, platforms. I, I, I could play Kingdom Hearts on my computer, maybe. I don't know. I haven't touched it. <laughs> but it works on my PS4. It works on my PS4. 
the next game we played was Risk System by Risk System, an action shooter, 2D arcade controller, high bit, pixel art, retro sci-fi shoot 'em up. Ooh. The description of this is so long. It gives sort of like the entire lore of the story. Let's so hear it. I'll just try to. I'll, you want me to read the whole thing? It's like three I think paragraphs. So. I think the the, the listeners right, need to know. Do it in like can a. I have sort of like a fun I know. Can I have like some like sound in the background, like a like a sort of intense like. Did you guys ever play Final Fantasy three? I mean, you're the person uh, that does yeah, the sure. you you're the person that does the sound. So yeah, you may in absolutely. In the distant future, humanity has discovered a method to replicate matter through the use of a dimensional gate. Industry is revolutionized overnight, and a short period of chaos gives way to all warring factions uniting under a common banner. A few years pass. The peace brought by the gate technology crumbles once a new threat appears: a race of energy parasites that have crossed through the dimensional gate by mimicking the very materials humanity had believed they were replicating. Mankind is quickly overtaken as their technology is turned against them, and the energy emitted by the parasites begins to take control of those exposed. Damn. An act of desperation. The experimental RSK-9 is constructed. A ship made of pre-gate materials and technology with the ability to absorb parasite energy and use it to power its incredible arsenal. Piloting the RSK-9 is Alice, an ace pilot previously missing in action that has returned, seemingly immune to parasite control. Her skill and resistance to the parasite energy's influence make her the only pilot capable of preventing the extinction of mankind. I love it because, like, the description of of that versus this is a tiny game I made in 31 days. Yeah. It's incredible. You know what's so funny too is like reading this description, I was like, I don't give a shit. And then I picked it up and like the game is like so polished and well yes. made around the edges. I was like, oh, this deserves this level yeah. of background. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. really impressed by this game. Now here's the thing, and uh I I I liked it too. I thought it was like really pretty and like I'm not usually a big fan of like a Mm-hmm. 2d uh flying shooters kind of games like just because i feel like i'm bad at them mm-hmm. um yeah. but this one was fun it was like kind of figuring out how to defeat bosses like what do you got to do like what strategy works that was a lot of fun also figuring out what that what is it the the blaster bomb or yeah exactly yeah, yeah like what you you're like charge that up yeah so you're 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 flying around you're this spaceship yeah, it's it's side scrolling. Side scrolling. It kind of reminds me of the game Bleed Two that we played a yeah, little right, while exactly. ago, and yeah, you're encountering these these different things. But as when you get close to them without touching them, it charges up like your super mode yeah, or whatever. Pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, this yeah. game. It encourages a specific style of play where you want to yeah. like thread close. Yeah, to thread the, the needles. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, the first time I, I, so I loaded it up and I started playing and then I just like didn't read the instructions really and just like zoomed through it <laughs> and then, uh, and then I died and I, I was like, how do you beat this boss? This is insane. <laughs> and then I like sort of like read it again, like what's how it, oh, I need to charge this bomb thing. <laughs> but I was just, every time I saw something, I was like, dad, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> well, and I realized. Yeah, you got to charge up. It's cool. I actually, I really like the mechanic of, it just auto shoots for you, right? So yeah, like, if that you, was super cool. If you get in front of a ship, it's just sort of like blasts it. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. As opposed to me just like jamming on my space bar the entire time, right? Or holding yes. it down. It's just sort yeah. of like, no, nah, we're going to take care of this for you. What it really is in a lot of ways is just sort of like a maneuvering 
game, right? Like it's uh-huh. it's just sort of like how do you maneuver, stay in front of these things to kind of like take them out and then collect, you know, yeah. whatever the energy One is. One of the that interesting your, components your of it too is that like because if you shoot automatically and you need to charge up the gun, sometimes like you don't want to shoot something. Yeah. You want it to get off a shot first before you do it. You need some so, of that energy. There's this the they have these the controls are basically like you're sort of like jumping you're like sort of jump dash yeah you like barrel roll up and down yeah which is that, also super cool and that yeah. stops you shooting so you can be in front of a bad guy that way without shooting by barrel rolling like kind of up and down mm-hmm. which encourages sort of this like nimble like you're moving all over the place like stopping to shoot for a while moving yeah. all over the place absorbing some energy doing some stuff there's also periodically throughout the level. People in the background will lock on to you, uh, oh, yeah. and then you have to sort of jump away really quickly as it's about to hit you, or else it'll remove like a full health container. Yeah. Um, and you can get rid of those things by unleashing your super attack, mm-hmm. which oh, is cool. it's cool. This game is like yeah, this game's fun. cool. This game is it's a very cool game. And also, by like one random person. Or like no, I'm not sure about that. It's but Risk System is the uh, name of the game, and that was the name of the developer Gibbon, but I think it was a little more than that. I gotta um, meet this Gibbon guy. <laughs> Are you looking um, up how many people created it, Alex? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's definitely the prettiest of the games that we've played this week. Yeah, no, there, there's a lot of like game. graphic polish on it, and it feels, you know, it feels very much. It feels like a Sega game, right? Like it, mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it's, it's oh, got yeah. that kind of like, you know, cool. 90s sort of vibe to it and even voices in it and stuff too i mean yeah it's better than a sega game (laughs) that's true sega games i don't say that often um the the i also really do appreciate uh that they basically put the exposition like here in this text that you could read or not and they sort of throw you in it in a way that i really enjoyed where i was like they didn't yeah. bother to really tell you what was going on, but you kept encountering these people and you had relationships with these characters that like me as a like player of the game didn't really know. And that felt very cool and very savvy, right? Like the, the designer was like smart enough to go like, Oh, these people don't need to know. Like, it's like this is this person's friend you know they've been going they've been like hanging out for a long time now she's infected with the parasite you know you would encounter these people and they would be like i sense you know like someone is missing like please try to take me out and she's like don't worry i'll do my best like the relationships yeah i don't know i think like really savvy writing here very very good yeah clever writing yeah i it was very clever writing. Yeah, like when Alex, you read that description, I hadn't read that description at all. So I was like, oh, I had no idea what was going on in this game, but it didn't matter. It was just fun. <laughs> oh, it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just like an army person killing my army, old army friends, like <laughs> who, who were like, they were now evil or something. But like, oh, like hearing like, oh, I mean, that's more, that's more or less correct, Jeff. Yeah. You, pretty you much. did sort of like nail it, you know, right yeah, there. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, like I mean, Hearts is here. I, I, I all yeah, I mean, I give this game two Kingdom Hearts. Um, oh, not that many. <laughs> uh, I also, I, I really, I, I know we've talked about it a lot, but I, I just want to say like how good the pixel art was. It's mm-hmm. like 
so it, it's basically like you guys are like totally nailing it. It's like it looks like a very '90s kind of game because it's sort of like a Sega thing, but it's like the ideal version of that. Yeah, like the, yeah. the it looks very smooth and rounded, like just like really a gorgeous version of this like kind of art form at this point, you know, because it's not the dominant way you that you design that people design video games anymore. Pixel art is a very conscious choice, and this person has really done it. Very very well. Yeah, um, I was supremely impressed by the the whole thing. Um, how far, I, I I got up to the third level. Um, Same here. I, yeah. I think there's only six levels. Yeah, uh, it looks like. But that. it's also hard. It got it's, real it's hard. hard. Like, yeah, it did get, yeah. <laughs> I I think I accidentally beat the boss on the third level. Like I like not even accidentally, but it just sort of like I had a strategy and it wasn't going well this time around, and somehow I beat her, and it's like, oh crap, that was awesome. I, <laughs> it is it is yeah that like the second boss took me such a long time and i was getting aggravated and i was like this feels impossible and then i realized i could like position the ship like in the bottom corner and it wasn't going to get hit and i was like oh okay well this oh is that right because what i sorry that's what i did right now uh i i realized that like if you get close to the energy field they send out or whatever that's like impossible to like leap through Uh like that charges you up really fast and when you blast the bomb on them then Mm. you can go through the energy field for a second it changes Uh, the color and that's how i beat that person yes by charging and blasting i hid in the corner like a little baby (laughs) i think that's great is this the which is this the one where uh which boss is this the second boss where she's like, yeah. I sense my friend is dying. Please yeah. just kill me too. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like that one I did the energy field where yeah, you go through like or you like blast it and then like you go through it. And then, I did that for that one. But then the, I think the one in the level before I did uh like I did hang out in the little corner when like bombs were coming and they couldn't reach me or something like that. Yeah. There was there was something where I hung out in the left corner. I'm like, oh cool, I'm like untouchable here for this. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I that is definitely like from playing video games at you know as a child i would absolutely exploit those like hiding in a corner kind of thing whereas like now as an adult i'm like no i want to i'm sure that there's like some dumb thing where i can kind of like find a spot where the boss just can't touch me anymore and i could just sort of like shoot an arrow at it but like i want to try and beat this like on its own terms (laughs) now but Mm -hmm. i don't i guess i don't feel that way for the uh, buddies games yeah Yeah, same here (laughs) <laughs> I feel uh, I don't know if I feel that way with a lot of games. I mean, some of them I do, but uh, I'll I'll definitely if there's like a way to survive and like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go that cheap way if it works for me. <laughs> That's so interesting because like you're totally right. I guess it's one of those things that were, if you're an adult and you're playing video games now, it just felt like as a kid it was like something to do, and now it's like yeah. well if you're if you're not gonna. Like what you could be doing so many other things right now. You might as well play these the, like the way they're intended to be played. Right. Yeah. Not like sit in a tree and like sh- yeah. shoot arrows because like the tentacle just doesn't reach that one specific part of the map. You know. Only know. use the freeze uppercut with uh, Sub Zero. Right. Yeah. It's just like I don't know. I got other. Th- yeah. <laughs> I could be doing other things. But here's um, here's here's my uh, argument against that, uh, or for that uh you could be doing other things so why not get to it quicker and just beat this game and go on to it? oh my god i mean Jeff. 
I don't play. I don't play those Bloodborne games and uh, dark. What is it? Death Spawn or Dark Shadows or uh, Dark Dark Men? Yeah, uh, but just because like those games are like so long and like they it prides itself on like it took me three days to beat this boss and I'm like, I got stuff to do. I want to play a game that's fun and like yeah. I I, I mean I'm here for the story and the fun of it. Not for like I'm awesome. That's bow down to me. Sure. Yeah, I just don't play those games. <laughs> yeah, same, same here. We just, yeah. we, it's it's so funny. Just before Jeff, we played a game that's like a lot like that, and Ugh, uh, I I'll me. never play it again. But I did enjoy playing it just for the one time. I mean, I'll tell you, um, this game is like that for me. Where I was like, oh, that was hard and fun. I may never play this game again. Oh, so totally. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you know, I this one actually is pretty has enough going for it that I might come back to it to try to beat it. That is true. It is like but short enough that I'm like. Should we I, should we give a final thought? I I would love that. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeff, are you up? Well, I'll go first. Um, yeah. This is a cool. I think a lot of these games, like you, you really have to be focused on kind of weaving through the various, uh, you know, uh, missiles that are coming out from mm. uh, people. You know, it's 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 like a very specific kind of like. A pattern kind of rhythm thing you're going for this is a little bit of a departure from that uh in a fun way it's got some fun twists on it and the graphics i just i'm so gaga for the goddamn graphics <laughs> so much so uh i'm definitely a play on this and i am gonna try to beat it i think uh how about you jeff uh i am 100 there with you alex i think this is a play i uh i, I like the game I, so it's not my regular cup of tea but it's so pretty, and it is fun once you figure. Like, I will say this for those games, Bloodborne and oh god, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, yeah, it's Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah, uh, my friends play it, and they like. I just never got into it, but like they do talk about like how there is an enjoyment after you figure out how to beat a boss after like three days of fighting it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did get that enjoyment when I figure out how to get to the next step in a game in like the level. So it was rewarding in that area. Uh, but it is not something I would want to do very often. But for what it is, for the six-level game, I'm, I, I say it's a play. It's pretty, it's fun, and I do want to beat it. Yeah, I, I'm also a play on this one. It looks cool. It's very fun. It's very uh, – it feels fun to do these, like, flippy little barrel rolls. You know, like, it's very tactile. They made a game that was uh, – that made me like – playing it and want to yeah. play it and that very that's true. that's uh very attractive to me so i'm a play on this one really quickly they've got a uh yeah it's a triple play but they've got a um uh like one minute 30 second like anime thing like that sort of summarizes the story if we want to watch it really quick and then yeah. share our thoughts afterwards really fast this Should looks we watch cool it right now yeah yeah hang on i'll present it awesome this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Can you guys see it? Yeah. Ooh. It's pretty. <laughs> well, that didn't explain any of the plot, but no. that was no. That was so incredible. good. <laughs> that was very pretty. I'm mean, like that. I mean, they could just make that into like some anime. I mean, yeah, dude. I, mean, I want to like so watch things... that anime yeah. right now. That it looks like so many sick. things I've seen where it's like I don't know, like a uh, neon Evangelion. That <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Yeah, that really was. That was like a cool anime like intro for the game sort of a thing. Yeah. Um 
that really makes me want to go back and play it again. <laughs> just I know. To, like, I had that same thought where I'm like, oh gosh, I guess these are the bosses later in the game. I want to yeah, kill them. I want to go see them. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so this game fucking rules. It's yeah. kind of cool to come to a conclusion. And oh. now we, we we get to talk about another game that I am pretty sure we all fucking love: Depth of Extinction by Hoff Studios, Dude. a role-playing strategy, 16-bit, 2D pixel art, procedurally generated roguelike uh, strategy RPG and tactical RPG. In a flooded future world ripe with violence, rumors of killer machines have spread far and wide. As a number of factions emerge, violently vying for power, you become the sole defender of humanity's last standing government. Only you can create the ultimate squad and save humanity in this turn-based tactical RPG with roguelike elements. Oh my god, this game was fucking awesome. (laughs) It's like something was created in a damn lab to make me obsessed with it. Yes, oh my god. Okay, And I will say, so the last game was really pretty. This game looks like dog shit. (laughs) That's true. It's terrible. Yeah, it's just like, like the graphics are so awful, but it's so fun. And like the the strategy elements, like 1000% make up for like this. I mean, as pretty as the last game is, this is my favorite game this week. Like this game is. Oh, no questions. This is one one of the best games we played in the bundle. That's awesome. I'm glad I was here for it. Oh, definitely. I didn't realize it was, uh, was a roguelike until just now. I didn't realize that these were procedurally generated levels. Which that is... makes sense to me, just because of the Wait, way, like, it all feels. Um, so it means that there's, uh, like, some games they've like kind of laid out the level for you, and some uh-huh. games, uh, the levels are kind of run on an algorithm so that oh. it like is randomly it randomly generates kind of the things that are in the space, so oh, that you can sick. go back and play it again, and you're not going to play the same game twice i also think something about the path like the the way the layout works when you're in the submarine you know that's very roguelike yeah. it'll, it'll change sure. the, like you if you went to play it again in a new game you would never get the same kind of potential path it's very oh, that's wow. actually really uh surprising and and cool to me it's it's cool when you play something and then find out that it's procedurally generated later as opposed to like playing something and being like why is why is this procedurally generated generated um, why didn't you just come so, up with like levels Really, what this what this game has done is it's it's basically like ripped off in a very clever way, like XCOM. You know the XCOM yeah. games, like pretty much a hundred percent. It's it's a top down. Yeah. You're you're looking at this top down sort of tactics game, and you're going from sort of base to base fighting pirates and stuff like that. But it's turn based tactics, two D you know you're yeah. taking cover and you're you're shooting at people different that- classes that you get to promote mm. to and then gain levels gain different skills within those classes get you some bonuses when you go into a level like uh, yeah it's fun it, it's so fun i, I mean, mean it, <laughs> i played when i opened that i so i played the, the this is the last game i played and i when i yeah. opened that i think i played it last because i saw that like i said rpg by it and i'm like Shh. You know I'm an RPG hound. <laughs> I like. I was like, I'm gonna play that last and put some more time into into it, and like not expecting how much. Like I put like maybe two hours into the last one, the mm-hmm. uh, the one game. Uh, I already forgot risk, what it's called. Risk <laughs> systems. Uh, I'm blinded by uh, I, I forgot death of extinction, uh, but which is a weird name. <laughs> but I, I logged into it and I, I started playing, and I was like, oh my god, this is so fun. It, yeah. <laughs> It just it was so fun to like plan everything out and yeah maybe want to play a strategy game again. Yeah, yeah. I so 
I was a little turned off up top by um, the the dialogue, the like the like you run it, you like get this. It's sort of like pretty pretty classic kind of like you're a new recruit and you got this like uh, you know kind of like old you know like sergeant or whatever, and then they get attacked yeah. by these like really rad looking mechs that killed yeah. and then you go back to your base and the person's like what do you mean so let, let me get this straight R- yeah. yeah like you're kind like tongue in cheek you're like to get a MacGuffin. like they like called out that it was a MacGuffin, yeah. and i you know i don't know i don't i don't need that you can yeah. you can yeah it was i don't know so so I, mean, I, I had a little bit of like a bristling there yeah. and then also i wasn't i don't think you could could you equip things that you found as you were going around in the levels or could yeah. you only equip from the mission? You can only equip after, after that. Yeah. I can see. yeah. To yeah. me, that's aggravating. I want to be able yeah. to equip. I, I have like very, like my gripes with this game are very specific because I like love this type yeah. of game oh, so much. Yeah. There is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But like being able to like, it's just fun. Yeah, I don't know. Like these tactics style games. Ugh, I don't yeah. know. It's this is a a type of game where I could just play it for hours and just mm. like sort of do the same thing over and over again and just love it though and like get my guys stronger and stronger like I'm also a fan of like the civilization games and I'll just mm. play like those for like 12 hours at a time until I get to a point where I either get destroyed or I win and then like I'm like okay cool that it's over now, but like it, it's just like so fun to like do. Not mundane is the wrong word for it, but just like uh, like maybe a repetitive kind of yeah, like yeah. You can kind of turn your brain off after yeah. a while, and then you just get in sort of like a nice zen flow kind of state. Yeah, you're like I'm totally there with you, Jeff. This yeah. character is really good from this range. This character is going to come around, yes. do this. This you character, make the perfect team. Yeah, yeah. This is also a game that's not going to hold your hands in a lot of like nah. it, it. Kind of assumes that you know how to play XCOM in a yeah. lot of ways. It's I, and I, it, I, I've never played XCOM, so maybe I should play XCOM. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Dude. And you have a PS4? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you got no reason not to. All right. Get ready. You should I'm go in. play it. You should go play okay. XCOM. I'm going to go real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I mean, like, it's funny because I don't have a ton to say about other than it was like. Yeah. I mean, going along with your gripe about, like, everything's a little cutesy in the beginning, just uh, that first video of, like, when, like, you go in there and, like, you see the robots, and then, like, the way it, like, zooms up and you don't see your guys anymore, it, it felt, like, a glitchy or just, it didn't feel, I, I thought I was going to hate it at first, just because I was, like, this video is kind of weird. Not even, it's like, a video, it's just sort of, like, a, you know, a, you see the, the people are talking or the robots are talking and then the other robots come, but, like... <laughs> It could have put everyone on the screen at the same time, so I had to scroll up and then like they're talking. <laughs> and I'm like, is this a glitch? Like, it's going so slow, but it's just text and it's like, it felt weird. It felt like busted at first, but then like once the action got going, I was like, this is fun. Yeah, there, there are elements just like the 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 scale. Like, I think the environments, the sort of ways you can like look into, you know, you see fish like in the background underwater mm. and stuff. I, th- I thought the layouts like that were very cool. The character modeling for the people looks like dog shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if we're talking about if we're talking about like the, how in the last game it would be like the 
platonic ideal of pixel graphics from mm-hmm. the like Sega Genesis era. This is like decent computer graphics from like 1994. Yeah, you know this what I is mean? Like, like King's Quest One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not it's... King's Quest One, but certainly King's Quest like four. Or yeah, five. one of those early King's yeah. Quest where it's like you can sort of see what they're going for. I think that's an eye. It could be a mustache. I don't know. <laughs> Although I did like it that when you uh, when you if you got the stylish hat and you put on the stylish hat, your character will be wearing. A stylish hat. I thought that was cool. Wait, is that oh, true? Yeah. of King's Quest or is that in Depth of Extinction? In Depth of Extinction. I never um, found a stylish I, hat. Um, Me neither, how how far? I this is a game that I st- I started playing and uh, was like, oh well, I'll just play this game for three hours. Yeah. Did no you? Question, I, no question asked. Did you play mm-hmm. it at at work yesterday? Like I no recommended? no I oh. I didn't I couldn't I, I didn't want to install on uh, my laptop. But I played it. <laughs> I got up early this morning and started playing. It I was just like, oh, well, this is the rest Dude, of my day right here. Oh, Jesus Christ! Fun. I'm, I'm gonna play man. when we get off today. I, I'm gonna I, be. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing. It. I'm gonna beat it. I, yeah, I, I yeah. I definitely I had enough. I I was like I kind of know what this thing is. I I get the I get the vibe. I like a tactics game. I would almost mm-hmm. rather play uh XCOM or um we played that game Overland recently, which which is yeah. also a tactics style game um that's a little bit more uh, much more interesting much yeah. more well it's interesting a lot more aesthetically like the aesthetics right. like overland is a tactics game uh-huh. but like very much like in this sort of emo style jeff i think you, since you have access to the bundle you should you should check it out um but um i will i will definitely but so i think that there's there's something to this game that feels old school so if you're like in this kind of retro mind then like this x then depth of extinction is like if you want like a nice retro kind of nostalgic experience then this is a hundred percent your your thing for me it was like i played it i got the vibe of it and i feel good about that experience i i'm kind of in am i in my no, I know. I think you're totally. It's yeah. interesting because we played a game called Shipwreck recently. That's basically like Diet Zelda, mm-hmm. and this and and that was like okay. If you like that game, you should pick that. If you like Zelda, you can pick it up. But I think there's enough in that game where it's like, well, you know, you could probably have some gripes with it, and it's not as good as Zelda. Mm-hmm. This game is like Diet XCOM, but I like str- yeah. I strongly recommend it. Yeah, in yeah. a way, Shipwreck. I like. I could take or leave. Like, I, I it's a play because they did a good job. But like, this is like. This is just like the popcorn version of XCOM. It's like you can crack this open and just fucking it's it's lower poly. Yeah. It's lower stakes. It's like will run on like just about any machine I bet I bet yeah. these days. It's super fun. Like you can that's, just play it. Yeah, that's what's great about this game, I think, is that like, yeah, I can play on any machine. Like I have a lap a MacBook laptop. It's like good for what it is, but like I, I know that I can't play a lot of games on it. Or like at least play games well uh so i'm like this is a game like this will take over my civilization like addiction on mm. my laptop or like <laughs> I, could, I could run civilization fine on my laptop because it's just like click 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 do your thing this is like this is something that i can do that like i i like games like that for my laptop where i'm like out and about like i mean I mean, i'm going home to michigan mm-hmm. for the first time this will be a game that like oh I, i'm not bringing my ps4 but i can just pop that game on and play this oh yeah yeah, yeah. this will this will take a an air like a flight just like easy this like oh yeah ooh. 
Very maybe nice. that's all I'm going to do in the air tonight. Guys, when you're going to sleep and laying your heads down, look up and see me playing. Uh, <laughs> in the sky. Death of extinction. Should we get the height, to, of, extin the height of extinction? To yeah. the final thoughts on this one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, why don't you go first for final thoughts? Oh, thank you. Uh, final thoughts? Uh, well, it's not as pretty as games we've talked about in the past. It is definitely my favorite game of the week. It's fun. It's got a fun strategy. I love a strategy game, and this really plays to that. Uh, do the characters look like dog shit? Yes, okay. <laughs> but honestly, sometimes dog shit is really fun, okay? I'm not going to polish a turd and give it to my mom for her birthday, but I will polish a turd and play with it by myself. <laughs> How many Kingdom of Hearts do you give it? This is a three Kingdom Hearts. That's the entire trilogy. Wow. <laughs> but also, there it's the entire trilogy, but there are uh, qualms I have with it, like the graphics and the, the weird cutesiness sometimes. That it's not it's gonna get the entire trilogy, but it's not gonna get all actual nineteen games in the Kingdom Hearts series that you <laughs> need to play to fully get the whole story. Very good. It's insane. <laughs> so Jeff is a play. Uh, Eric, a play. how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm a I'm a play on this one. It's cool. Um the like we've said, the graphics are are uh you know you know what I really like about this uh kind of this era of graphics is your imagination ends up doing a lot of the work for you. Like, and, and I think with tactics games, uh, generally a lot of the time your imagination is going to do a lot of the work for you. Right. Like it's, you know, you're like, Oh yeah, I hid behind that thing. And then I like, you know, got that shot off. Um, but yeah, this this game is fun. It's a play. It's That's so it's, funny that imaginary relationship with your sniper, where it's like, yeah, my sniper did it again. I know, yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Um, Good old Dead Eye. I yeah, this this it's a it's a fun game. If you like uh, XCOM and you're you're in the mood for some kind of nostalgic, uh, you know, '90s, early '90s era graphics feel. Um, also, the fact that this is a roguelike. Uh, and that that is surprising to me is 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 very attractive, right? You can play this multiple times and get a different experience every time. So uh, Depth of Extinction is a play for me. How about you, Alex? Take us home. Uh, I, I really like this game. I love games like this. I think this game really uh, boiled down and distilled elements of the genre that I enjoy. Um, it's a very easy thing to pick up and play, and I think you there's like very little resistance in terms of just like going with it and having fun. It's the right kind of difficult level, you know, it ramps up sort of at a nice pace. And um, as your people sort of get more powered, it's very satisfying. The graphics really remind me of the original fallout games or the original grand theft auto games. Mm. So it really is like early night, like 1994, this would be like par for the course in terms of like computer graphics. Yeah what you would see out there it's before 3d really was on the forefront so it's still pixels and there's still pixel art going on in it but it's just not the the the, the sort of model they made for the characters i don't think is very attractive in terms of what yeah. i like to look at and it actually bums me out a little bit because i think it does do a little bit of the service that's just how much fun this game is to play but if yeah. you're someone who's nostalgic for those eras of things i think you'd actually really enjoy that so it's it's a personal preference for me but I'm 100% a play on this. Yeah. Um, I will beat it. 
with him in the next week or two. Oh, I'm gonna. Beat I'm it having a. Here. I'm having a good time with it. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Jeff. Yeah. We flew through this episode with you. Dude, you were so, so much fun. fun. You're so much fun, both of you guys. Oh, oh my. Yeah, God. you're fun, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I just thought of. Uh, I mean, from what you said, Alex, and from Eric's gripe from the game earlier, like the funness, the quirkiness, uh, and you said that it reminds you of like the original Fallout. I mean, like that seems like it's trying to be the original Fallout. Like, isn't that game just mm. full of like cute little jokes? Like, yes, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely sort of in that existence. Yeah. Um, where can folks find you online, Jeff? Anything coming up you want to plug? What's the, what's your damn deal, my dude? My damn deal is, uh, you know, I am just living my life but uh if you want to listen to me on other podcasts i do a podcast with uh some dear good friends that we play a tabletop game called uh monster of the week and our podcast is called mystery county monster hunters club <laughs> it yes. features former uh bundle guest bundle lieber rashawn scott who's been on the podcast yes we're on our second amazing. season but like you can listen to the first season if you want you should. You might be a little lost otherwise, but it's a lot of fun. If you like games, which you probably do if you're listening to this podcast, get into tabletops. Tabletop games are fun. <laughs> that was a great episode of Bundle Buddies. Oh, Alex, you know what? I think that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, you know what happened the other day is I was playing games with uh, with Bundle Ebers, Simon Sportsman, and, and Andrew Haywood, and and I think we were playing Apex Legends, and we won a game. And Simon said, "I think we're getting really good at this." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> Did anyone do my catchphrase? Uh, I should have, but oh, I but instead, God I went, damn, instead I went, that's Hoyo. So, depth of extinction. Ask me your question. Um, it's so it's a roguelike, right? Or yeah. what? So, um, how deep into it have you gotten? Is there what kind of stories have unfolded for you? You know, what, the uh, sto- the writing and stories just continue to get stupider and stupider as it goes along. It's really not it. about that. Uh, so it's but, really just for the tactics gameplay. Yeah, it's it's a really fun tactics gameplay, and then like the larger uh, kind of meta game going on at the same time as you're driving your submarine around like the different stages, trying to figure out your path to, to get mm-hmm. somewhere, and that's really fun too. And oh, cool! I've i pretty much like upgraded my team. They're leveling up a lot. They're like super hard now, which is fun. Um, so I'm just like rolling over people, like having a lot of fun doing it. Dude, it's, it's the perfect thing. You can just eat up like forty-five minutes on the bike with that thing. You know, no time. I love it. Is it? How is the? the is the difficulty? Does the difficulty scale well, or does it just sort of feel like at some point you kind of just you get to own it? You know, right now it feels like I'm owning it a little bit, but mm. there are things I could do to make it less ownable, and I think I'm I'm going to start uh, challenging myself a little bit more. I'm just does really comfortable with my squad. A difficulty level like can you change that or is that not a uh, an option? different different levels are different difficulties uh, but at this point the hards are no longer that hard I, I, one of the uh side quests was to take a bunch of people who were the same kind of um class they were swashbucklers which was like a, one that i hadn't played before and if you mm-hmm. beat the whole campaign then you get to have that class available to upgrade other folks to it um, oh, in the cool. future um and that one was pretty tough at first because I was starting with completely unleveled guys who all kind of had the exact same function. Uh-huh. Um, trying to figure out how to make that work was interesting. But 
uh, right now my sniper is just fucking pwning people and gets like extra shots if they kill someone. Oh, uh, that's doesn't fun. have to get put into Overwatch mode and just run forward and then like totally waste folks. And I've got like a wrecker all outfitted with like some crazy guns. It's uh, it's a very fun little game. I like it. I like it a ton. What are we playing uh, next week? Well, importantly, I have no fucking idea what goes down next week. I haven't even started listening to this episode yet. It's a special Alex excluded episode with Greg Carver and Michael Classic and your boy Eric Taylor Roth. <laughs> next week, we're going to play The World Begins With You by Fabian Denter, Switch and Shoot by Matt Glanville, and Seduce Me, The Complete Story by Michaela Laws, which is a graphic novel with demons and sexiness. It's That was Mike's only request, right? Was to just have something sexy. Dude, I, you, <laughs> I don't want to spoil next week's episode, but... No, don't. I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to it. <laughs> Let's just say Mike gets let down again. <laughs> oh, no. He needs a win. I want Mike. Let's guys. Let's get my classic a win. Everyone. Somebody find a real sexy video game for Mike to play. Yeah, just at us on Twitter, please, or at Mike. You know, or at both of us. Um, that's it for the podcast this week. Uh, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review there. We got a new one from Paddington Bear. That's just like I like this podcast. So thank you, Paddington Bear. Oh, that was really cool. Cool. Um, I, I think it was the real Paddington, too, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's, you know, and that's that's less special because Paddington just likes everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> we're at bundle underscore buddies on Twitter. And yeah, Eric, I love ya. I love ya, too. I love ya, too. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week on the Flippy Club. is produced by Alex Hannan and Eric Roth. Our theme song is Neo Shiki by Roll Music. Email us at bundlebuddiespodcast.com to say hi. Yeah, my dog just ripped an awful fart. <laughs> <laughs>